0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. A lot of automakers have announced plans to build new EV and battery plants in the U.S. in order to qualify for subsidies that are part of the Inflation Reduction Act, or IRA, that was passed last year. And now Volkswagen says it's putting plans to open new battery plants in Europe on hold as it waits to see if the EU introduces its own IRA. Two years ago, VW announced plans to open six battery plants in Europe by 2030, but so far, it has only three locations. And if Europe doesn't introduce its own IRA, VW says it will prioritize building a battery factory in the U.S., where it could receive $10 billion in subsidies. And while Europe is dragging its feet on incentives, it is helping automakers secure the raw materials needed to produce EVs and batteries. The EU is setting up a central buying agency that will purchase critical minerals like lithium, cobalt, and manganese. The proposal also speeds up permits for new mines and processing plants in the region. By 2030, the EU is aiming to produce at least 10% and process at least 40% of the materials each year. The goal is to become less dependent on China, which supplies 95% of the EU's rare earth minerals. The price of cobalt, which is used in EV batteries, is expected to drop significantly over the next several years. And that's because supplies coming out of the Democratic Republic of Congo are going to swamp the market, creating a surplus, and driving prices down. Global cobalt supplies are expected to reach 210,000 metric tons this year, up 24% from a year ago. But at the same time, demand is only expected to rise 8% to 205,000 tons. Last year, the average ton of cobalt cost just under $64,000. This year, it's expected to fall to about $55,000 And next year, it will drop further to $50,000 a ton on average. While demand is growing, it's not going to be as much as expected since many battery producers, especially in China, are switching away from nickel, cobalt, and manganese, or NCM batteries, to cheaper LFP, or lithium iron phosphate, batteries. LFP batteries now account for over a third of the global battery market, and it's expected to rise to nearly 40% next year. And with the prices of lithium forecast to plummet, it's looking like EV prices should come back down to earth. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. There's a commercial EV startup that we like called the Shift Group. If you haven't heard of it, it's going into production with class 3, 4, and 5 electric vans under a brand called Blue Arc. And what we like so much is that it's starting out small. Rather than go big, it first got orders and then scaled to that volume. So, for the 2,000 orders that it got, it's only investing $16 million into a plant that can make 3,000 vans a year. It means Shift isn't burning through cash trying to keep a massive facility churning, and it should be able to turn a profit fast. And it may need some of that money to expand as it just introduced a new Class 5 Crew Cab Dump Truck. It rides on Blue Arc's proprietary Class 5 EV chassis, which can carry up to six passengers and a 6 to 10,000 pound payload. It's powered by an e-axle it calls, quote, commercial grade. It features an 800-volt architecture and can accommodate battery packs from 158 to 316 kilowatt-hours. That setup provides a top speed of 75 miles an hour and a range of up to 200 miles, although it doesn't say if that's with a load in the back. As this video shows, the Blue Arc vans were just the beginning. It hopes to build a whole range of electric commercial vehicles off of its chassis. Volkswagen is going to offer free emergency services in the US for vehicles equipped with CarNet. Most 2020 to 2023 model year vehicles that have the connected car technology can now get automatic crash notifications, emergency assistance, stolen vehicle locator, and anti-theft alerts. Starting on June 1st, after an owner creates a MyVW account and agrees to the terms of service, they'll have access to the feature for five years at no charge and VW made the move after law enforcement in Chicago was slowed down by a request for subscription payment before being able to get access to vehicle locator information for an incident involving a child in a stolen Volkswagen Atlas. But thankfully, the family was safely reunited. It's been a bumpy road for BMW's iDrive system, but it really helped pave the way for expanding how drivers and passengers interact with a vehicle and the newest version of its iDrive system will be launching on various models throughout the year. We're not getting many details, but it shows the design of the new home screen, which it says will become a permanently viewable part of the interface and will have other functions laid over top of it. Of course, it also says the system is faster, has more functions, and is easier to use. And we can't wait to judge for ourselves. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Ford of Europe is offering a new powertrain for the Puma ST. It's still available with a nearly 200 horsepower, one and a half liter, three cylinder, but it's also twisting up the power of its 1.0-liter turbo 3-cylinder and calling it the Puma ST Power Shift. In the standard Puma Hybrid, that setup combines the engine and a 48-volt starter generator, which produces up to roughly 155 horsepower. But thanks to tweaks to the energy recovery system and software tuning, it now makes nearly 170 horsepower in the Power Shift. The engine is also paired to a new 7-speed dual-clutch transmission. From here, it gets pretty much the same sporty go-fast goodies as the regular ST. And in other Ford news, it's struggling to sell the Mustang Mach-E in China. Last year it only sold 7,782 units, compared to nearly 40,000 in the US. So to help kickstart sales, Ford slashed the price of the Mach-E by $5,700 in China, which now has a starting price just over 30 dollars And Ford made a similar move back in January in the U.S. when it cut the price of the Mach-E by $5,900 in response to price cuts to the Tesla Model Y. And speaking of car sales in China, the China Passenger Car Association reports that sales are down 20% in the first two months of the year, But new energy vehicles, or NEVs, which include electric, plug-in, and fuel cell vehicles, saw sales surge more than 60% in February. NEVs now account for 30% of new car sales in China. And because of that, BYD was the number one passenger car brand in February, outselling Volkswagen, which used to dominate the market. And BYD did this for the second time in four months. During its Investor Day last week, Tesla revealed it's coming out with a new vehicle platform that will be significantly cheaper to manufacture, but it didn't share any details about the models that will use that architecture. Now, we have some more info, but it's not much. Earlier today, Elon Musk said that the vehicles built on the new platform will operate, quote, almost entirely in autonomous mode. That's all he shared. But last year, the company did announce plans to introduce a purpose-built robo-taxi. So perhaps that's what he's referring to. But it's hard to trust any timeline that Elon gives on vehicle autonomy. And that brings us to the end of today's show. If you like what we got, please like, comment, or subscribe.